Hello and welcome to BTN's Take 10 Podcast. This is Alex for BTN.com, and this is kind of the wrap-up episode from here in New York from the Big Ten Tournament. Sitting in Madison Square Garden right now before the Big Ten Championship game, so there won't be any breakdowns or analysis of who actually wins between Michigan and Purdue, but more of a series of discussions that I had with some uh, personalities here from MSG throughout the week of the Big Ten Tournament. So as everyone knows who's watched the tournament, it's been a great event. It's been a lot of fun. I know there's been a lot of um, objections to holding it in Madison Square Garden. I definitely saw that on my Twitter feed and just around social media and some negative backlash. But I think a neutral observer who might not be upset about not being able to attend the tournament, everyone that I've seen has, has thought this has turned out to be a great success. Just with the high-level play, the thrilling games, some fantastic individual performances and just doing it on this stage in New York and, and capturing kind of that aura of MSG has been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun to watch. So I feel lucky to have been here and covered it. And it's been a great week and I've had a blast. So this episode, like I said, is going to be a series of discussions, not very long, just a few minutes each with people I ran into in the stands and, and talked to throughout uh, the 13 games this week. And I'm going to give it a, a clever little title, call it the Garden Variety Series, the not head nod to MSG, you know, very very clever by me. I pat myself on the back right now for thinking of it. So this is the Garden Variety Take 10 episode of the podcast. And we'll, we'll get to uh, hear some interesting people. that We talked to Will Leach, who is the founder of Deadspin, an Illinois grad. He was at the games. Chris Brickley is a NBA trainer, trains a lot of the NBA's best players, is kind of an influencer in the sport. Omar Raja is a founder of House of Highlights, which is uh, owned by Bleacher Report and is kind of this viral sensation capturing a platform for Instagram that, that just pulls viral videos and has a huge audience. A ton of NBA players follow it and it's uh, got millions of followers and he I, I think he's like 24, so uh, one of the younger influencers in the media game. Talk to Tyler Trent as well. He is a Purdue student who covers the Boilermakers for the Purdue student paper and it's actually here at MSG this week and, and was battling, is battling osteosarcoma, which is a rare form of bone cancer. And, and you know, it's taken a lot out of him, a lot of uh, body parts even from him. And, and he's battled through it to be able to get here to MSG and cover the, the team. And um, he's been, he actually had back surgery just a week ago and still made it out to New York to cover the tournament. So had a great deal of respect for, um, for Tyler. And, and that was a very... Uh, humbling interview to do with him so that is included as well also talked to doug gottlieb the fox sports radio host of the doug gottlieb show caught up with him after friday night's games which were i think everyone can um you know recognize that those that was the best night of the tournament we had the fantastic ohio state penn state game that came down to the wire and then a rutgers purdue game that was just back and forth rutgers was capturing pretty much 75% of the crowd's energy and the 25, other 25% was probably Purdue fans but uh, Rutgers had almost the whole garden behind him that night and it was a it was a intense atmosphere and they almost pulled off the upset so Doug Gottlieb weighed in on how he thought the tournament has gone so far to that point and he shared his strong opinion that uh, he believes the tournament should come back in New York City so that was an interesting uh, com- comment by him so yeah it'll be those five interviews and and actually, while I was out in New York before the tournament, got to sit down with a Sports Illustrated senior writer and editor, 
host of the Sports Illustrated Media Podcast, Richard Deitch. Sat down with him for an extended interview, so that'll be its own separate episode coming out uh, a little bit later, probably next week. But uh, that was very enjoyable as well, so we got a lot of good stuff coming out of this New York City trip. Again, this will be one of the shorter episodes because these interviews were short. I didn't want to take up too much of these folks' time while they were watching the, the tournament, enjoying the games. So one of the shorter episodes of the Take 10 podcast, but I, I think um, they were all enjoyable people to talk to, and, and it was a lot of fun roaming the arena and trying to track down some uh, fun stories from MSG and, and just add a little bit of extra flavor to it. It's been a fantastic tournament, fantastic week, and I'm sure this is the championship tips off a couple hours from now that uh will be a fitting finale to an awesome you know spectacle that, that has been this week at msg so i'll stop rambling now and we'll get to the interviews first up talk to him on wednesdays at the first game of the tournament it's deadspin founder writer mlb.com new york mag and many other sites will leach Pleased to be joined at Madison Square Garden by an Illinois alum, founder of Deadspin, and I'll let him explain uh, his other roles in a minute. It's Will Leach. Will, how you doing? I'm mirthful. Uh, the Illini are down now, but uh, I, I have a lot of faith. I like what they're building here. I'm feeling good. All right, Will, you have a lot of jobs lately. I can't keep track of all of them, so I'm going to have you explain to the uh, the viewers what are you up to these days. Uh, so I'm uh, I write for uh, from ilb.com and I'm a contributing editor in New York Magazine, and I host a show. They have given me foolishly a television program. Well television program on uh, sportsillustrated.com the will lead show i just get to type and and yak for a living it's a it beats a real job all right so follow all the will stuff for sure will you used to live in nyc correct yes yes i lived here for 13 years i saw illinois play here uh, i remember the first time i saw illinois play here was right after weber had been hired and they lost to providence by like 25 points and i thought what in the world is going on this is going to be a disaster and two years later they were in the national championship game so i I always, I, I live in Georgia now, but anytime Illinois is even close, I always come see. So uh, we, we made a trip out here. I've always got work out here, so I had to see them. Illinois playing at the Garden in the Big Ten Tournament, I absolutely had to watch it. All right, so like Will said, Illinois down at half. Will, do you like Illinois' chances in this one to uh, move on to Thursday? Well, as long, uh, edit this out if they lose, but yes, I actually do uh, feel like they're, they're, this game was the first 10 minutes of this game were horrible for Illinois, and then they kind of, they're only down four. You got to feel good with them down four. Listen, this is the transition year. It's a, start, a starting off year. I feel like once they get this kind of figured out, obviously five days and five games, five wins in five days is probably not going to happen, but you do feel pretty good about the way they're learning the system, the way they're down by four with Frazier and Black really not doing much in the first half. You have to feel pretty good about that. Will Trent Frazier, is he approaching D Brown levels of love for you yet? No, you got to get a long way. I'm not sure like I have family members that have reached the levels of D Brown love that I have. Um, well, my mom, but that's it. Uh, but yeah, no, Frazier is, it's going to be a delight to cheer for that guy uh, for the next three years. And listen, forget that. I mean, Mark Smith has had a struggle his freshman year, but you can see him starting to come around, get Io in here next year. You've got those three guards. That's when you're what D Brown was great, but what really worked is that was Luther Head and Darren Williams along with him. You can see that triumph coming. I feel cautiously optimistic about the future of Illinois basketball. I've been that before and it's not turned out well, but I do feel uh, I feel like it's going in the right direction. All right, Will Leach, Illinois alum, Deadspin founder, and man of many jobs. Thanks for joining us today, Will. Go Illini. Also, go Big Ten Network, but go Illini mostly.
All right, we'll go chronologically here in this Garden Variety podcast. And I believe next up I talked to Tyler Trent, the aforementioned Purdue student who has osteosarcoma, form of bone cancer, and is battling through that and covering Purdue at Madison Square Garden. If you get a chance, uh, I pulled this interview from a video. These are actually all pulled from videos um, that we posted to social media. And this video has been tweeted from our Purdue on BTN site. I tweeted it off my personal account. So if you get a chance, definitely take a listen uh, take, or watch that. And, um, you know, if this story moves you as much as it has uh, moved a lot of people, you know, definitely reach out to Trent, on, or I'm sorry, Tyler on Twitter and, um, you know, give him your love and support because he's going through a tough time. So here's the interview with Tyler Trent of Purdue. Alex Rue of BTN.com here at Madison Square Garden with Tyler Trent. He's a first-year Purdue student, and he's here at MSG covering the Big Ten Tournament and covering his Purdue Boilermakers. And Tyler's going through a bit of an ordeal right now. It's nothing new to him, unfortunately, but I'm going to let him explain what's going on, what he's going through, and what he's battled through to get here to MSG. Yeah, so uh, in 2014, I was diagnosed with osteosarcoma, which is a fairly rare uh, childhood bone cancer. And I, they found a tumor uh, essentially in my right arm um, and on my shoulder. And so I underwent chemotherapy from 2014 to 2015. Uh, during that time, they actually removed my shoulder and all of my humerus. I entered remission in uh, April of 2015 um, and had about two years of remission until January, about January, February 2017, in which I was re-diagnosed with osteosarcoma uh, in my pelvis slash hip area. In August, I had uh, hip replacement surgery, and they actually removed uh, my pelvis on my right side and kind of rebuilt a temporary pelvis. Still undergoing chemotherapy. Um, I'll be finished, scheduled to be finished in May. Um, and then a couple weeks ago, actually, they found a blood clot uh, in my back, and so I uh, had to have a bit of emergency surgery last week to remove that blood clot. Kind of went to Purdue, you know, had surgery, went back to Purdue, so I can, didn't have to miss really any classes. And now I'm out here. Uh, working, covering Purdue, like I have been uh, most of the semester. So how do you find the energy with, you know, those brutal treatments to still come out and cover Purdue and work hard and, you know, do your thing? Uh, you know, it, it's hard sometimes. I want to live a normal life and be a normal student. And um, I was raised in a home where if you wanted something, you worked for it. And so it wasn't given to you. And so I worked um, throughout high school. And so my dad really instilled hard work in me, information in me. And I think a lot of that uh, comes from the way I was raised. And you mentioned just like a week and a half ago you had back surgery. You're here at Madison Square Garden, New York City. I assume you wouldn't have missed this for anything. Oh, no. Uh, you know, just a blessed and uh, so lucky to be able to make it out here um, that I was given the opportunity to come out here and cover the cover the Boilermakers. Uh, so, you know, uh, win trade it for the world. All right, Tyler, awesome to talk to my man. Keep battling and thanks for joining us. Thank you. Moving on, we've got Chris Brickley and Omar Raja. I talked to them back-to-back, so we'll just play these interviews back-to-back. Again, Chris Brickley is a trainer for many NBA players, some of the best in the game. He's an NBA influencer, has risen pretty much to the the top of his craft in a fairly short time. And uh, he actually helped us out this week at BTN doing a court refurbishing. We refurbished a, a court in Queens as an outdoor court. And he helped us out putting on a clinic for some local kids. So that's why he was in town at the game. And I got to catch up with him at halftime of the Rutgers-Purdue game. And then after that, Omar Raja, his buddy, is a 
also an influential figure in hoops. He founded House of Highlights, which is a highlight Instagram account for all sports, and, and it has millions of followers and does really well. So two interesting dudes coming up right here, Chris Brickley and then Omar Raja. AlexRubyTN.com here at Madison Square Garden with a professional basketball trainer, influencer, call it what you may, it's Chris Brickley. Chris, how you doing tonight at the Garden? How's it going? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Chris, you mentioned just a second ago one of your boys is on the team, Gio Baker. How do you know him? So actually, I don't know him personally. Um, I'm from Derry, New Hampshire. He's from Derry, New Hampshire. This is my first time actually seeing him play live in person. Um, he has 12 points at halftime, and you know they're up by three. Everyone loves an underdog story, so it's fun to watch. Pretty exciting night at the Garden. We had a great game between Penn State and Ohio State. You're familiar with this building. How does this vibe compare to what you've been around with the Knicks? Yeah, college basketball is different. You know, NBA vibes dope. It's it's really fun to watch, but nothing compares to college basketball. March Madness, March Madness vibes in here. It's awesome. So Chris trains a bunch of NBA players, including Melo, Kevin Durant, and a couple of former Big Ten players like D'Angelo Russell, Tim Hardaway Jr. Do those guys ever talk Big Ten hoops with you? Yeah, all the time. I actually both those guys wish they could have made it today. Uh, D'Angelo with Ohio State and Tim. Uh, both the guys are on the road though, so I've been texting them during the game. All right, you worked for the Knicks before uh, becoming a trainer on your own. What are some favorite memories of yours in this building? Uh, man, uh, a bunch of them. I was with the Knicks for five seasons. Now, my first season, we went to the playoffs, so that was probably the biggest memory that sticks in my head. And you became friends with Richard Pitino, the Minnesota head coach, when you were a college basketball player. What's your relationship like with him? What, what kind of guy is he off the court? He's a great guy, super workaholic. Um, you know, my freshman year at Northeastern, it was his first year coaching college basketball, and uh, I was a freshman. We became really close, and I walked on to Louisville. He was at Louisville, so he's a great coach. I think he has a bright future. All right, Chris Brickley, thanks for joining us, man. Thank you. AlexRubyTN.com here at Madison Square Garden with Omar Raja, the founder of House of Highlights. If you're watching this on social media, you might know what House of Highlights is. You probably do, but for those who don't, Omar, can you explain uh, what you've kind of built on social media? It's this one-stop shop for everything you need to see in sports. It's not just the highlight plays, it's funny reactions. Um, and it also has cool moments that you and your friends have in their driveway. Um, so it's this one-stop shop for sports fans to get everything they need to see. Absolutely. And we've had some good games out here tonight. You know, Penn State and Ohio State went down to the wire. Rutgers and Purdue so far look good. Any plays you've seen or any moments that you think could make it on your, your account? Oh, yeah, and I just recorded a moment from my seats of uh, Penn State stealing the ball um, from Ohio State and then hitting the game winner, and that just made House of Highlights about 20 minutes ago. So, everyone, go check out House of Highlights, and you'll see it on, your, on my feed. All right, you heard the man. One more question. Since you're a social media star, you know, we're trying to get out here in the garden and try to, trying to create some viral moments. So give me some advice, man. How do you, you know, make these moments happen? How do you know what to uh, pick out and, and post? Be authentic and then be funny. Try to be as funny as you possibly can. Don't try to force any comedy. If you see a, 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 a funny moment, take advantage of it and then go for it. All right, wise words, Omar Raja. Thanks for joining us, man. Thank you so much. All right, next up is a man you've probably heard of. He is talking college basketball for a long time, and he was at the Garden this weekend taking the games, host of Doug Gottlieb's show on Fox Sports Radio. It is none other than Doug Gottlieb, who reacted to a wild night of hoops Friday night at MSG, and that interview starts right now. Alex Rue, Madison Square Garden here alongside Fox Sports Radio commentator Doug Gottlieb, former college hooper. Doug, just wrapped up a couple of amazing games. How did you like the atmosphere tonight at the Garden? 
I thought it was great. I mean, look, anybody who's ever played at MSG knows something special about this place. And um, for the second day, there's obviously a ramp up. Tomorrow's going to be insane. And I thought, you know, we had a couple of incredible games here in the night session. You know, I thought Michigan State game was a really good game, too. Yeah. So three of the four games, all the four games uh, on the previous day. I mean, look at how many single-digit games we've had. And Rutgers obviously put up an incredible fight. And then you look at Ohio State getting beat for the third time by Penn State. Night session, obviously, was spectacular. So your initial reaction when you heard that the Big Ten was going to come to MSG, were you skeptical at first, or did you think that it could have this kind of potential? I, I thought it actually was genius. Um, you know, if you've been in here with the old Big East tournament, with the new Big East tournament, like new Big East tournament, you have much smaller schools, and yet there's still kind of a buzz of playing here. So I understand that because it's a little bit earlier, it set some people off, and, you know, look, we don't like to change. And, and Indy, of course, is a, in a great site, but you can try something, right? Like, I, I, one of the things that happens is we forget Big Ten tournament's only 20 years old. It's not like we've got 100 years of tradition here. So... You have a commissioner who's been willing to try things like let new teams in the league start a TV network. Why not try New York where you're trying to expand your fan base and there's already plenty of alums who live in the tri-state area. And so far it's been a success and then I would expect on semifinal Saturday, you got Michigan, Michigan State, it's not going to be an empty seat. You got Penn State, I'm sure they're getting on buses right now to head down. And then you got Purdue. So you have three of the four best teams in Penn State trying to fight to get their way in as an automatic bid. I think it's going to be a win. I wasn't skeptical at first. I, I don't understand what the freakout was about. I do know there's going to be a, a long layoff, especially for teams that lost early, like Ohio State losing early. But these are first-world problems. You're still going to the NCAA tournament. Sure, and I assume you've been here a number of times. What's your favorite memory from the Garden? Not sure if you played here, but maybe as a fan or spectator. Well, I was, I was at Notre Dame. We won the first Big East game in the history of Notre Dame. We beat St. John's here. Uh, I've seen Oklahoma State play here. Uh, I've seen the Knicks play here. My, my favorite memory, honestly, was watching on TV in studio. I was working for ESPN at the time. Kemba Walker making Pitt fall down, hitting the game winner, and then flashing back through all the Garden memories. I'm, I'm a West Coast guy, but I grew up watching a lot of Big East basketball because it was on early. Big East, Big Ten, on early in the afternoon. And so I have a litany of memories of Syracuse and Georgetown and St. John's all playing the Garden, but cover it, playing here, winning. I was one and two playing here. And then uh, watching, I think the Kemba move is probably the signature move during my broadcast career. And then, of course, you had the six overtime game here. I was in studio that night, and then the next morning, I actually slept at work that night. So there's been a lot of great stuff that's happened. And, um, you know, UConn beat Michigan State here, and I think the Elite Eight going back when they won the national championship. There have been some pretty good ball games here, not to mention all the NBA games. And tonight, probably stacked up pretty close to some of those games. I mean, it was, a, it was a fun night. Doug Gottlieb, thanks so much for taking the time, and uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow. You know what? I need to bring the tournament back. Like, just kind of make it a thing, right? Like, no disrespect to Chicago. The proximity is closer, especially for Big Ten Network, but New York City, first week of March, make it a thing. I'll let the uh, Twitter geniuses uh, react to that. You might get some blow up in your mentions, but uh, it's been fun here at the Garden. Don't thanks. at me. Thanks a lot, Doug. Don't at me. Don't at me. All right, thanks to everyone out there for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed watching the Big Ten Tournament. No matter how your team did, uh, I definitely did. It was, it was a, I've said it over and over, but I'll say it again. Great time. Had, you know, time in my life out here in New York covering. Feel very lucky to do so. And um, you know, I'll, I'll be excited when it goes back to the Midwest and Chicago and Indy. But, you know, also I think it's cool that, that the Big Ten Tournament, the players and, and the fans out here get to experience this as well. So, 
wrapping up here on this Garden Variety Podcast. Hope you enjoyed listening and, and following along. And we will talk to you next time here on the Take 10 Podcast.